10, 279, the barrels of balsam, a merchant of Baghdad had 10 barrels of precious balsam for sale, they were numbered, and were arranged into rows, one on top of the other, as shown in the picture, the smaller the number on the barrel, the greater was its value, so that the best quality was numbered 1, and the worst numbered 10, and all the other numbers of graduating values, now, the rule of Ondasan, the merchant, was that he never put a barrel either beneath or to the right of one of less value, the arrangement shown island of course, the simplest way of complying with this condition, but there are many other ways such, for example, as this, 1257834610 here, again, no barrel has a smaller number than itself on its right or beneath it, the puzzle is to discover in how many different ways the merchant of Baghdad might have arranged his barrels in the two rows without breaking his rule, can you count the number of ways, 280, building the tetrahedron, I possess a tetrahedron, or triangular pyramid, formed of six sticks glued together, as shown in the illustration, can you count correctly the number of different ways in which these six sticks might have been stuck together so as to form the pyramid, some friends worked at it together one evening, each person providing himself with six lucifer matches to aid his thoughts, but it was found that no two results were the same, you see, if we remove one of the sticks and turn it round the other way, that will be a different pyramid. If we make two of the sticks change places the result will again be different. But remember that every pyramid may be made to stand on either of its four sides without being a different one. How many ways are there altogether? 281. Painting a pyramid. This puzzle concerns the painting of the four sides of a tetrahedron, or triangular pyramid. If you cut out a piece of cardboard of the triangular shape shown in figure 1, and then cut half through along the dotted lines, it will fold up and form a perfect triangular pyramid, and I would first remind my readers that the primary colors of the solar spectrum are seven violet, indigo, blue, green, yellow, orange, and red, when I was a child I was taught to remember these by the ungainly word formed by the initials of the colors, Vibier. in how many different ways may the triangular pyramid be colored, using in every case one, two, three, or four colors of the solar spectrum, of course a side can only receive a single color, and no side can be left uncolored, but there is one point that I must make quite clear, the four sides are not to be regarded as individually distinct, that is to say, if you paint your pyramid as shown in figure 2 where the bottom side is green and the other side that is out of view is yellow, and then paint another in the order shown in figure 3, these are really both the same and count as one way. For if you tilt over number 2 to the right it will so fall as to represent number 3. The avoidance of repetitions of this kind is the real puzzle of the thing. If a colored pyramid cannot be placed so that it exactly resembles in its colors and their relative order another pyramid, then they are different. Remember that one way would be to color all the four sides red, another to color two sides green, and the remaining sides yellow and blue, and so on. 282. The Antiquaries Chain. An antiquary possessed a number of curious old links, which he took to a blacksmith, and told him to join together to form one straight piece of chain, with the sole condition that the two circular links were not to be together. The following illustration shows the appearance of the chain and the form of each link. Now, supposing the owner should separate the links again, and then take them to another smith and repeat his former instructions exactly, what are the chances against the links being put together exactly as they were by the first man? Remember that every successive link can be joined onto another in one of two ways, just as you can put a ring on your finger in two ways, 
or link your forefingers and thumbs in two ways. 283. The 15 dominoes. In this case we do not use the complete set of 28 dominoes to be found in the ordinary box. We dispense with all those dominoes that had a 5 or a 6 on them and limit ourselves to the 15 that remain, where the double 4 is the highest. In how many different ways may the 15 dominoes be arranged in a straight line in accordance with the simple rule of the game that a number must always be placed against a similar number that island a 4 against a 4, a blank against a blank, and so on. Left to a right and right to a left of the same arrangement are to be counted as two different ways. 384. The cross target. In the illustration we had a somewhat curious target designed by an eccentric sharpshooter. His idea was that in order to score you must hit four circles in as many shots so that those four shots shall form a square. It will be seen by the results recorded on the target that two attempts have been successful. The first man hit the four circles at the top of the cross, and thus formed his square. The second man intended to hit the four in the bottom arm, but his second shot, on the left, went too high. This compelled him to complete his four in a different way than he intended. It will thus be seen that though it is immaterial which circle you hit at the first shot, the second shot may commit you to a definite procedure if you are to get your square. Now, the puzzle is to say in just how many different ways it is possible to form a square on the target with four shots. 285. The four postage stamps. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, it is as easy as counting, is an expression one sometimes hears, but mere counting may be puzzling at times, take the following simple example, suppose you have just bought 12 postage stamps, in this form 3 by 4 and a friend asks you to oblige him with 4 stamps, all joined together no stamp hanging on by a mere corner, in how many different ways is it possible for you to tear off those 4 stamps, you see, you can give him one, two, three, four, or two, three, six, seven, or one, two, three, six, or one, two, three, seven, or two, three, four, eight, and so on. Can you count the number of different ways in which those four stamps might be delivered? There are not many more than fifty ways, so it is not a big count. Can you get the exact number? 286. Painting the die. In how many different ways may the numbers on a single die be marked, with the only condition that the 1 and 6, the 2 and 5, and the 3 and 4 must be on opposite sides? It is a simple enough question, and yet it will puzzle a good many people. 287. An acrostic puzzle. In the making or solving of double acrostics, has it ever occurred to you to consider the variety and limitation of the pair of initial and final letters available for crosswords? You may have to find a word beginning with E and ending with B or and C or and D and so on. Some combinations are obviously impossible such, for example, as those with Q at the end. But let us assume that a good English word can be found for every case. Then how many possible pairs of letters are available? Chessboard problems. You and I will go to the chess. Green's groats worth of wit. During a heavy gale a chimney pot was hurled through the air and crashed upon the pavement just in front of a pedestrian. He quite calmly said, I had no use for it, I do not smoke. Some readers, when they happen to see a puzzle represented on a chessboard with chess pieces, are apt to make the equally inconsequent remark, I had no use for it, I do not play chess. This is largely a result of the common, but erroneous, notion that the ordinary chess puzzle with which we are familiar in the press dignified, for some reason with the name, problem, has a vital connection with the game of chess itself. 
but there is no condition in the game that you shall checkmate your opponent in two moves, in three moves, or in four moves, while the majority of the positions given in these puzzles are such that one player would have so great a superiority in pieces that the other would have resigned before the situations were reached, and the solving of them helps you but little, and that quite indirectly, in playing the game, it being well known that, as a rule, the best chess problemists are indifferent players, and vice versa. Occasionally a man will be found strong on both subjects, but he is the exception to the rule. Yet the simple checkered board and the characteristic moves of the pieces lend themselves in a very remarkable manner to the devising of the most entertaining puzzles. There is room for such infinite variety that the true puzzle lover cannot afford to neglect them. It was with a view to securing the interest of readers who are frightened off by the mere presentation of a chessboard that so many puzzles of this class were originally published by me in various fanciful dresses. Some of these posers I still retain in their disguised form, others I have translated into terms of the chessboard. In the majority of cases the reader will not need any knowledge whatever of chess, but I have thought it best to assume throughout that he is acquainted with the terminology, the moves, and the notation of the game. I first deal with a few questions affecting the chessboard itself, then with certain statical puzzles relating to the rook, the bishop, the queen, and the knight in turn, then dynamical puzzles with the pieces in the same order, and, finally, with some miscellaneous puzzles on the chessboard. It is hoped that the formerly and tables given at the end of the statical puzzles will be of interest, as they are, for the most part, published for the first time. The chessboard. Good companies a chessboard. Byron's Don Juan, Z.I. 89. A chessboard is essentially a square plane divided into 64 smaller squares by straight lines at right angles. Originally it was not checkered that island made with its rows and columns alternately black and white, or of any other two colors, and this improvement was introduced merely to help the eye in actual play. The utility of the checkers is unquestionable. For example, it facilitates the operation of the bishops enabling us to see at the merest glance that our king or pawns on black squares are not open to attack from an opponent's bishop running on the white diagonals. Yet the checkering of the board is not essential to the game of chess. Also, when we are propounding puzzles on the chessboard, it is often well to remember that additional interest may result from generalizing for boards containing any number of squares, or from limiting ourselves to some particular checkered arrangement, not necessarily a square. We will give a few puzzles dealing with checkered boards in this general way. 288. Checkered Board Divisions I recently asked myself the question, in how many different ways may a chessboard be divided into two parts of the same size and shape by cuts along the lines dividing the squares? The problem soon proved to be both fascinating and bristling with difficulties. I present it in a simplified form, taking a board of smaller dimensions. Illustration H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H H It is obvious that a board of four squares can only be so divided in one way by a straight cut down the center because we shall not count reversals and reflections as different. In the case of a board of sixteen squares four by four there are just six different ways. I have given all these in the diagram, and the reader will not find any others. Now Take the larger board of 36 squares, and try to discover in how many ways it may be cut into two parts of the same size and shape. 289. Lions and Crowns. The young lady in the illustration is confronted with a little cutting out difficulty in which the reader may be glad to assist her. She wishes, for some reason that she has not communicated to me, 
to cut that square piece of valuable material into four parts, all of exactly the same size and shape, but it is important that every piece shall contain a lion and a crown, as she insists that the cuts can only be made along the lines dividing the squares, she is considerably perplexed to find out how it is to be done, can you show her the way, there is only one possible method of cutting the stuff, illustration, LLLCCCCL290, boards with an odd number of squares, we will here consider the question of those boards that contain an odd number of squares, we will suppose that the central square is first cut out, so as to leave an even number of squares for division, now, it is obvious that a square 3 by 3 can only be divided in one way, as shown in figure 1, it will be seen that the pieces A and B are of the same size and shape, and that any other way of cutting would only produce the same shaped pieces, so remember that these variations are not counted as different ways, the puzzle I propose is to cut the board 5 by 5 figure 2 into two pieces of the same size and shape in as many different ways as possible, I have shown in the illustration one way of doing it, how many different ways are there altogether, a piece which when turned over resembles another piece is not considered to be of a different shape, illustration, H H H H H H H figure 1 illustration, H H H H H H H H figure 2 291, the Grand Lama's problem, once upon a time there was a Grand Lama who had a chessboard made of pure gold, magnificently engraved, and, of course, of great value, every year a tournament was held at Alhasa among the priests, and whenever anyone beat the Grand Lama it was considered a great honor, and his name was inscribed on the back of the board, and a costly jewel set in the particular square on which the checkmate had been given. After the sovereign pontiff had been defeated on four occasions he died possibly of chagrin. Illustration, now the new Grand Lama was an inferior chess player, and preferred other forms of innocent amusement, such as cutting off people's heads, so he discouraged chess as a degrading game, that did not improve either the mind or the morals, and abolished the tournament summarily. Then he sent for the four priests who had had the effrontery to play better than a Grand Lama, and addressed them as follows, miserable and heathenish men, calling yourselves priests. Know ye not that to lay claim to a capacity to do anything better than my predecessor is a capital offense? Take that chessboard and, before day dawns upon the torture chamber, cut it into four equal parts of the same shape, each containing sixteen perfect squares, with one of the gems in each part, if in this you fail. Then shall other sports be devised for your special delectation. Go! The four priests succeeded in their apparently hopeless task. Can you show how the board may be divided into four equal parts, each of exactly the same shape, by cuts along the lines dividing the squares, each part to contain one of the gems? 292. The Abbot's Window. Once upon a time the Lord Abbot of St. Edmondsbury, in consequence of devotions too strong for his head, fell sick and was unable to leave his bed, as he lay awake, tossing his head restlessly from side to side, the attentive monks noticed that something was disturbing his mind, but nobody dared ask what it might be, for the abbot was of a stern disposition, and never would brook inquisitiveness, suddenly he called for Father John, and that venerable monk was soon at the bedside, Father John, said the abbot, dost thou know that I came into this wicked world on a Christmas even, the monk nodded assent, and have I not often told thee that, having been born on Christmas even, I have no love for the things that are odd, look there, the abbot went to the large dormitory window, of which I give a sketch, the monk looked, and was perplexed, dost thou not see that the sixty-four lights add up an even number vertically and horizontally, 
but that all the diagonal lines, except fourteen are of a number that is odd. Why is this? Of a truth, my lord abbot, it is of the very nature of things, and cannot be changed. Nay, but it shall be changed. I command thee that certain of the lights be closed this day, so that every line shall have an even number of lights. See thou that this be done without delay, lest the cellars be locked up for a month and other grievous troubles befall thee. Father John was at his wit's end, but after consultation with one who was learned in strange mysteries, a way was found to satisfy the whim of the Lord Abbot, which lights were blocked up, so that those which remained added up an even number in every line horizontally, vertically, and diagonally, while the least possible obstruction of light was caused. 293. The Chinese chessboard. Into how large a number of different pieces may the chessboard be cut by cuts along the lines only? no two pieces being exactly alike. Remember that the arrangement of black and white constitutes a difference. Thus, a single black square will be different from a single white square. A row of three containing two white squares will differ from a row of three containing two black, and so on. If two pieces cannot be placed on the table so as to be exactly alike, they count as different, and as the back of the board is plain, the pieces cannot be turned over. 294. The Chessboard Sentence I once set myself the amusing task of so dissecting an ordinary chessboard into letters of the alphabet that they would form a complete sentence. It will be seen from the illustration that the pieces assembled give the sentence, cut by life, with the stops between. The ideal sentence would, of course, have only one full stop, but that I did not succeed in obtaining. The sentence is an appeal to the transgressor to cut himself adrift from the evil life he is living. Can you fit these pieces together to form a perfect chessboard? S-T-A-D-I-C-A-L chess puzzles. They also serve who only stand and wait. Milton. 295. The eight rooks. Illustration. R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R figure one. Illustration. R-R-R-R-R-R-R-R figure two. It will be seen in the first diagram that every square on the board is either occupied or attacked by a rook and that every rook is, guarded, if they were alternately black and white rooks we should say, attacked, by another rook. Placing the eight rooks on any row or file obviously will have the same effect. In diagram 2 every square is again either occupied or attacked, but in this case every rook is unguarded. Now, in how many different ways can you so place the eight rooks on the board that every square shall be occupied or attacked and no rook ever guarded by another? I do not wish to go into the question of reversals and reflections on this occasion, so that placing the rooks on the other diagonal will count as different, and similarly with other repetitions obtained by turning the board round. 296. The Four Lions. The puzzle is to find in how many different ways the four lions may be placed so that there shall never be more than one lion in any row or column. Mere reversals and reflections will not count as different. Thus, regarding the example given, If we place the lions in the other diagonal, it will be considered the same arrangement. For if you hold the second arrangement in front of a mirror or give it a quarter turn, you merely get the first arrangement. It is a simple little puzzle, but requires a certain amount of careful consideration. Illustration LLLL 297. Bishops and Guarded. Place as few bishops as possible on an ordinary chessboard so that every square of the board shall be either occupied or attacked. It will be seen that the rook has more scope than the bishop, for wherever you place the former, it will always attack 14 other squares, whereas the latter will attack 7, 9, 11, or 13 squares, according to the position of the diagonal on which it is placed. 
and it is well here to state that when we speak of diagonals in connection with the chessboard, we do not limit ourselves to the two long diagonals from corner to corner, but include all the shorter lines that are parallel to these. To prevent misunderstanding on future occasions, it will be well for the reader to note carefully this fact. 298. Bishops guarded. Now, how many bishops are necessary in order that every square shall be either occupied or attacked, and every bishop guarded by another bishop, and how may they be placed? 299. Bishops in convocation. Illustration. BBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBBB
especially some of the Roman mosaics, would seem to show clearly, even where design is not at first evident, that much thought was bestowed upon apparently disorderly arrangements, where, for example, the work has been.